Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. We're back here on the first team. I'm Joe DeLeon, joined by Ryan Roberts, and we are doing our next position group, that being cornerbacks and our scouting report episode of the week. We're going to be doing Kool-Aid McKinstry from Alabama, Kalen King from Penn State, two guys that have been very hyped up ahead of this 2023 college football season to the two players that have been described as potential first round picks. You can see that in various angles, but Ryan, this grouping they're, they're unique. They're very uh, unique, I think, is the best way to put it. Very different, right? I mean, we're, we're going to talk about one guy in Kool-Aid who's a little bit more of that long, traditional outside corner that has length and athleticism. And then we're going to talk about Kalen Kang, who's a little bit more of the modern corner that can work a little bit inside and out, I think, eventually. You know, more of the Jair Alexander type mm. of mold. So it's an interesting comparison because I think both players are very worthy of the hype to a degree. But it's a very interesting conversation because we're going to talk about two players stylistically, very, very different. Like they're mm. not at all similar. Like if you're talking about just kind of putting them in the same bucket, they're in two separate buckets, in my opinion, as far as their style as football players. So I'm, I'm interested in this one, man, because they both very talented, but just very, very unique, I think is the best way to put it. I agree. That being said, let's start ourselves off with, uh, with talking about – Kool-Aid McKinstry from Alabama uh, obviously has the most fun nickname in all of college football. Background on him, as you usually always have some really good info on these guys. What do you have for us on uh, Kool-Aid McKinstry? Well, I guess we got to start with his real name, right, Joe? I mean, his his first name is not actually Kool-Aid for the people out there, right? It's G-Quincy, G-A-apostrophe, Quincy is his first name. So G-Quincy McKinstry, which is a very big tongue twister, and I completely understand why he goes by Kool-Aid, just based upon that. He's your traditional Alabama player. I mean, he went to Pinson Valley, which is in Birmingham, Alabama. Stayed in state, obviously, to play with the Crimson Tide. Was a five-star on the 247 composite, number 23 overall player in the country in the composite ranking. State champion, 2020. Three state titles in four years. Chose Alabama over offers from Auburn and LSU. It seems like that was, excuse me, the three finalists for him was Alabama, Auburn, and LSU. So, shocker, Joe, we're talking about a talented Alabama player who was a former five-star recruit. Who would have thought that this would happen at some point in this cycle? Yeah, it's it's you know also not the first guy that we've done. We already talked about Dallas Turner is is one of the other um, you know talented, highly recruited kids uh, on our preseason summer scouting series. Getting into to Kool-Aid, though, as the player. You talked about a size, six foot one, 195. I don't know about you, but for a guy who's listed at six foot one and he's listed as tall as he is, I didn't think he was particularly long, or for the fact that I don't think he's a player who who wins with length. Like I just didn't see any of that on film. You you read into the bio, you look at six foot one, you immediately assume, oh, this is gonna be a, a tall, long corner that is you know, you're going to play with a lot of leverage because he's got good length. I think for his height, if anything, he's got shorter arms. And I don't know if we've got a verified number on that. And I'd be curious if we did. But 
immediately stood out to me on film. Again, might be off base there. We might get a combine number that completely disproves that statement. But I think for him as a player, a really good athlete. I understand why he was a five-star recruit. He moves very, very easy. Uh, he opens up very, very well. He can track guys. I, I can see like a 4-4-esque speed on, on film. I don't think it's much faster than that, but moves really, really easy in space. I just think that where there are the deficiencies, the athleticism makes up for it. The athleticism makes him a highly ranked player for me. But the deficiencies come with that lack of length. And then I just don't particularly see um, a ton of ball skills and then a ton of ability to impact the ball when it's in the air when he's near a receiver. Um, again, well-rounded player, good football player, but I'm starting to wonder if those length issues might hold him back just slightly from being like a really, really highly talked about prospect instead of being just a really good, well-rounded guy that that's going to be drafted high, but not in that top 20 range. Joe, very surprised, man. I thought you were going to come in and uh, just start banging the table for Kool-Aid McKinstry. Like, this seems like your type of football player to me, man. It just seems like a little bit of your type. I'm a little surprised right now. Just really? A bit. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little bit. Well, why would he be my – wait, I love Joey Porter Jr. That was my – that was my type. Tall, really long arms. That was what I thought that Kool-Aid was going to be. And he wasn't. I, I, th- I think he's a little longer than you might think. I think he's a little longer. Like he's not. He's not Joey Porter. He doesn't use it. I mean, Joey Porter at three, four charms. He's like a once in a lifetime type of athlete at corner, as far as the length is concerned. So I, I think we. Mm-hmm. I think we can agree there. I would say this about Kool Aid. I started watching him, and I wasn't a big fan the first like ga- half of a game. But then I kept watching. I'm like, oh really move man like he could turn and run he could change direction his change direction skills are pretty dang rare man like they're really really good i mean they play him in off Mm. coverage they play him in press they play him in a little bit of every type of coverage shell and he really excels in my opinion in press man because he just has this mirror match ability and this ability to change direction that's really impress- impressive, man. It really is. I think that his ability to stay in the hip pocket, his ability to stay attached, his stickiness and coverage is really, really nice. And honestly, a lot of people, I think, kind of midseason were kind of like, you know what? I- I'm not going to throw at number one anymore. Like, let's start throwing at Terry and Arnold and some of these other guys. Like, like why-, why the heck would I ever do that? I'm not really sure why I would ever test the guy that's name is Kool-Aid McKinstry. So I think there was a lot of good there as far as just pure coverage mm. skills. I really like the movement. I like the size. I think that everything is there from a coverage perspective. The one knock well, – two main knocks that I that I came out with. One, he has some flashes in the run game of being a violent hitter and being able to come to balance, and then there's other times where he just seems a little disinterested to me. So I think he's really good when he wants to be but not consistently in the run mm-hmm. game. The other thing that kind of drove me crazy a little bit is that he's so athletic that I think he tries to bait guys a little bit and he tries to be a little mm-hmm. lax in his footwork. And I think that sometimes he, sh- he could be a little bit more aggressive, a little bit more just his pace needs to pick up a little bit. Like he just plays a little too relaxed at times for me. There's sometimes where he's in off coverage where I'm like, Dude, if you want to react a little quicker, a bit a little more efficient with your footwork, you maybe could have had a pass breakup or an interception instead of just being late to the football a little bit. So I think just a little bit more urgency as a football player is what I really want to see from Kool-Aid in 2023. Like I think that's the next maturation piece. Yeah, the, the, like that's where 
it kind of goes in line with what I talked about that he's a really good athlete. The athleticism allows him to win. It allows for him to stay step with step with guys. He changes direction. Well, he opens up well, fluid, fluid athlete. But I think what you're like my length concerns coupled with what you just talked about there, his positioning isn't always great. And I, I, I feel like I'm watching, he's not inexperienced because he's played a lot, but I feel like I'm watching a guy who, and it feels strange to say this for a Nick Saban defensive back, that has a lot more to learn about how to play better positioning, to better orient himself to make plays on the football. That's why I didn't like get a lot of those, as you're saying. There's not a lot of ball skills on tape. I don't really see a lot of that because he just doesn't, he just doesn't do it. And if he was better and had better awareness, he might have had more interceptions and more pass breakups. He's that good of an athlete. He could have done it. I don't know about you, but my my grade on him, I give him um, a, a early to mid second. Wow. I think that that is is very get him a top fifty grade, I, I, a high top fifty. I, I think that he's a good football player, but I'm I'm not really late first round. Maybe I wouldn't take him in the first round though. Interesting. I would take him in the first round. I gave him a late first round grade. I think that those coverage abilities and the ability he has to change direction and turn and run and the flexibility that's high upside man that's high caliber and i know that it is maybe a little bit early comparative to where we are in summer scouting today but we are in summer scouting and there is some projection that needs to happen and you you just don't find guys that are 6'1 195 that move the way kool-aid mckinstry does a lot like you don't i think the things that you drive you crazy joe and drove me crazy as well is that i think that he plays a little bit too laxed because for the for his entire life at this point probably hasn't had to try hard all the time you know like everything's just been right for him because he's such a good athlete and he has Nick Saban who's one of the best developers of cornerback position that we have ever seen so I trust as a junior that there's going to be a take a nice step forward for Kool-Aid McKinstry I would draft and I had a late first round grade on him I would start thinking about it in the teens, and I would pull the trigger for sure in the 20s without even hesitating on it. Wow. I think that his upside is tremendous. There's some things that drive me crazy, but at the end of the day, man, 6'1", athletes, going to run probably high 4'3", low 4'4". He's going to have really good change of direction skills. You just don't find that too often. Like, There's just not that many guys mm. that are like that. Like, I remember this time last year, we were trying to buy ourselves into Keely Ringo a lot, right? And it was like, Keely Ringo was a very straight-line dude. This guy's not a straight-line dude. This guy's a straight-line dude no. who can also change direction, who can also play off-man coverage, who can also just stay sticky to, to wide receivers all the time. So give me Kool-Aid, and I'll bet on the traits. Is he a finished product? Absolutely not, but I wouldn't expect him to be considering he's only 20 years old right now. I also want to tell you folks about our other reoccurring sponsor that we have on this channel, that being BetOnline, BetOnline.ag, which is all the updated odds, news, and anything for sports betting. It's my go-to source for when I want to be betting specifically on games. I love betting on college basketball or the NBA, uh, especially again during the offseason. Always looking for more fun ways to be uh, focused in on some of these other sports. It's BetOnline.ag and use promo code BELIEVE50. It's promo code BELIEVE50 to get 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Talking about Kalen King now from Penn State, who is a little shorter, 5'11", 191. Despite being only 5'11", did not have those same length concerns. I thought that he you know, had some pretty good length for uh, for being a shorter corner. What background do you have on him before we uh, we dive deep? 
Yeah, so he's a uh, he is a cast tech kid, and for people that follow high school football, Detroit, Michigan, and they put out a lot of talent. He actually has a twin brother that's on the team as well that I believe plays linebacker for the team, but I don't think he plays a ton as right now. He was a, I think, near consensus four-star, if not a consensus four-star. He was, actually, no, ESPN had him ranked a little lower. ESPN only had him ranked as number 44 overall player in the class, but Rivals had him as the number 134 overall player. So near consensus four-star, but there was a least service that was a little bit lower on him. Played basketball and ran track as well at, at Cass Tech. And his twin brother, Kobe, is his name. Kobe King plays for the team as well. He's a linebacker for the team. And Joe wants to be a sports analyst, man. So he wants to do exactly what we're yeah. doing right now. Played a decent amount cool. as a freshman in 2021. And he broke out in 2022. Second team All-American, Walter, Walter Camp. Third team All-American by Pro Football Focus. All-American by Phil Steele as well. Honorable mention. So this young man is uh, well thought about in those types of schools. So to, to not bury the lead, uh, I really, really liked Kalen King. Uh-huh. Uh, I thought he was an elite athlete. I thought that his acceleration – his change of direction skills, just everything across the board is in that elite category. I wonder if this is a, a four, three guy, or maybe even faster than that. The, the guy just, fly, maybe I'm in a little bit bullish there. He flies all over the field, flies. He doesn't lose any speed at all when you need him to, to change direction, to open up his hips. None of that. I also really loved about him. I thought he was super physical. I thought that he was incredibly physical and you saw it the way that he comes down hard against the run, the way that he just flies up field against screens. It reminds me of what Devin Witherspoon did that caught everybody's attention last year. And it caught my attention and I had Devin Witherspoon ranked very, very highly. Spoiler alert. I'm not going to give my ranking just yet, but I have Kalen King rated very, very highly. I think he checks every box. Like take this kid early. This kid's, Fantastic. I, I'm not going to overthink him. Joe, Joe, no, man. I already claimed Kalen King like six months ago. You can't claim oh, him right now. Oh, stop it. You can't claim him. Stop it. I'm, uh, you can, man. Okay, I, like I, everybody, I'm not claiming him. I don't care. I'm putting him in my day. I'm, I'm high on him. I don't care. I'm going to talk about nah, him. No, man. <laughs> I, I, I will not allow you to, to claim Kalen King. He is mine. And that is just kind of what it is going to be. But I will say this about Kalen King. I think he is very comparable to Jair Alexander. Very comparable. Like, that mm-hmm. is my comp for him. He might even be bigger than Jair because Jair is like 5'10 and something and 190 pounds at this point. Kalen, I think, is a legit 5'11. He looks legitimately 5'11. I think his arm length is good to your point. I would be, I would, I would say that he's probably somewhere in the 31 and a half inch arm length, maybe more. He's got good length for the position. And yeah, man, this kid can fly. Like the recovery speed is fantastic. Change of direction is really, really good. This is my style of corner. This is a guy that I think could play mm-hmm. outside. And also, if you needed a matchup, a matchup that you need to stop inside the slot, you say, Kalen, move inside the slot, and you got a man-to-man. His run defense is probably the underrated aspect of his game. He is very aware, first and foremost. He sees that he sees things incredibly quickly diagnosed as well and he doesn't miss tackles right like i don't i don't mm. know if i would quite go to the devin witherspoon thing because devin witherspoon would lay some boom and i don't know if i quite see boom on keelan king i just see really good tackle yeah 
making no like he doesn't miss tackles and that's fantastic i put a twi- uh, i put a video of him on twitter where he had followed in a a crawl inside and he quickly noticed that this wide receiver was not clearly running a route. So his his awareness kind of kicked in, and he saw that it was a screen to the boundary where he was originally lined up. And he comes inside out like a bat out of hell, like shot out of a cannon, and makes a st- tackle for like no gain or even a loss. He made a tackle for loss on a screen where a crosser took him inside. Joe, do we want to talk about his athleticism? You want to talk about the acceleration? Mm. You want to talk about the speed? That is some speed, man. That is not an easy play to make. And he made it very routine, which is kind of scary, man. Like, this is a very smart, twitchy athlete who plays bigger than his size and has all the requisite athletic traits that you would need in the, in a football player. So, yes, I am also very, very high on Kalen King. I think this kid could end up being cornerback one when all is said and done. I wouldn't be shocked because I know we're going to talk about the valuation and – Today is going to be different, obviously, than when April comes around next year. But I wouldn't be shocked if this gets a top 10 pick when it's all said and done. I wouldn't be because he has all the requisites that you need to be a really good corner on the NFL level. Now, he he did had a little trouble against Marvin Harrison Jr., but like it's like who doesn't have a little trouble against Marvin Harrison Jr.? I, I think that everything you just said there is perfect. I think I graded him as a top 10 pick. Like, right now, I, I very rarely, yeah, very rarely do we have guys in summer scouting that are like this complete. Like I, I would, I he's going to be very high in my final rankings. Like what, right now, with a bunch of position groups not finished, like I haven't watched quarterbacks, I haven't watched receiver yet. He is firmly placed at number five right now for me in my just general overall rankings of prospects. I, I, I just don't. Maybe there's a couple times where he's out of position. But like, I don't see a reason to not love this kid. He is going to be really good in the NFL, and I think this year is going to be fantastic for him. Like, where does he regress? You know, like I don't see anywhere where he even needs to get better. It, well, okay, wait, let me rephrase that. It's obviously ways that guys can get better, but his floor is already very high for me. That I think he's going to be so dominant this year. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that he's tremendous. I grade him as a mid first round pick for now, but that is with oh. the understanding of takes a step forward, then he's a top 10 pick in 2024. Like, that's kind of the player I see. I mean, he – there's not a ton of holes in his game outside of him maybe not being the biggest corner in the world, but, like, it doesn't hurt him. Right. I mean, to your point, like, did it hurt him maybe once or twice against Marvin Harrison Jr., who's a six three and a half, six four type of receiver? Sure. I mean, like, he can get out length occasionally because of that God-given size. For the most part, man – Plays the hands well down the field. He's able to close to close ground really quickly, and I think he matches physicality. So, again, like I get similar vibes, and this is not a direct comparison because they are completely different body types and football players. But he gives me J.C. Horn comparison, Joe, in the sense of like just such a good player, man. That I feel like some people are going to they're going to rate him in some capacity because of X, Y, and Z for for. JC, mm. it was the ball production, right? Like that was one thing that everyone used to talk about. Like, oh, the ball production. He only has, you know, two career receptions or whatever. For Kalen, it's going to be some guys are going to go like, oh, he's only 5'11". It's going to be like, okay, show me on film where that hurts him exactly. Like there's context right. to those types of things. So, yeah, man, he's special. I think he's going to be special. I don't throw out the Jair Alexander comp too often because I think that that is a – it's a different cat, man. There's not a lot of guys that can do what Jair could do at the at his size on the NFL level. 
I think Kalen King is one of those. He is a really good football player, and he just – he has – I think the biggest thing that we didn't even mention that I should have mentioned is that he has an absurd amount of confidence in his game as well. Like he carries himself to this level. Like he thinks he should win every single rep, and that matters. He plays with a swagger. That is infectious, and he's just a really good football player, man. Really good player. Great net to wrap us up on. At Joe DeLeon, Matt Rising Draft. We'll be back with more folks. Enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.